That is from Uncle Luke, the dirtiest, dirtiest down south rapper ever. But you know what? What's your number one zodiac sign? Mine is Pisces because today is my birthday. Uh, uh, it's my birthday. Pop it, drop it, twerk it, do it. Y'all, it's my birthday. March 5th, 1984, a queen was born. And I'm here and I'm welcoming you back to the collection. Thank you so much for joining me today on this auspicious occasion. I'm just feeling real grateful, real happy, real in my bag today. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to pass that on to you. I want to let you know that I've had no less than three slices of cake in less than 24 hours. A whole pint of Nada Moo vanilla ice cream. There's been sparkling cider, falafels. They forgot my fries through Uber Eats. What? How you gonna forget my fries on my birthday? This is my first time. I'm just, I'm just kicking it with y'all today. I'm not, I don't really have a... Y'all hear the, the noise outside? Sorry, I forgot to close my window. Um, You know, I, I don't have a main agenda today, just but just to get on here and just talk to you for a bit. So, they forgot my fries. Now, this is my first time ordering out and eating out since the pandemic began. Believe it or not, the only thing I've had out has been donuts. That's it. Everything else has been purchased from the grocery store. Or I've been, you know, making it myself. I have not ordered out. Sorry, I have not contributed to the Bay Area um, vegan scene during the pandemic. But I just, I just couldn't do it. I just, every time I thought about how many hands were touching my food before it got to me, it, it kind of drove me a little bit crazy. I got a little crazy about it. So I was like, no, I can't do it. But today was my first time ordering out and... You know, it's probably because I ordered out twice today. Now, that is the epitome of fat girl fabulousness. I ordered lunch today and dinner because it's my birthday. Who is, who is standing in front of a stove and chopping vegetables on their birthday? I know I'm not doing that. I just don't have the capacity for it. And I'm not going to do it. So, let me tell you what I had for um, lunch. So, for lunch, I ordered Indian. I love Indian food. So, I had vegetable pakora. With extra tamarind sauce because it's so good. Um, some roti, some chana masala. <sighs> it was so good, y'all. It was so good. And then tonight for dinner, I had falafel. Now it was supposed to be falafel and fries, but they forgot my fries. I thought my fries were in this other container, and they weren't there, so I was upset about that. But it wasn't bad because. When I figured out they forgot my fries, I was already sitting down and watching the Keep Your Distance comedy show by Kev on stage. And I love Kev on stage. So he had like all these different comedians on and it was just so funny. And at the time that I'm recording this video, it's not this podcast. It's 9.27 p.m. So we're rounding off the end of the birthday, you know, technically on the East Coast. My birthday is over, but thank God I'm on the West Coast because I still got more time. Woo! Moving out here. Let me tell y'all, it's been the best decision I have ever made. The best decision, man. And I just, I just want to honor myself today. Can I, can I do that? Can I talk my shit for a bit? Just, just for a bit. 
I just, because if you can't talk your shit on your birthday, when can you talk your shit? So, I've made some really good decisions in these 37 years. I have. I made some bad ones too. Don't get me wrong. But I've really done a good job, y'all. I have. I have gotten over some stuff, gotten over some people. I have beat some odds. I have just really, I've gone after my dreams, you know, win or lose, pass or fail. Like the Frank Sinatra song, I've done it my way and I'm doing it my way. And that feels damn good. It feels really good. Like I woke up this morning, I was like, you know what? I really love myself. I love, and I'm, I'm really at peace with the decisions that I've made, win, lose or draw. And I'm just so thankful. Like, I, I put up an Instagram post and I was like, you know, insert <laughs> passages about humility, gratitude, humor, all that stuff here. Because I started to create this long post. I had it written out. Everything was great. I had all the emojis. If you know me, I'm emoji heavy. In fact, if I'm not talking to you with some emojis, it's probably a problem. I probably have an attitude or maybe I'm like, you know, responding quickly because I love a good emoji. I love emojis. So if I'm not using them, you should probably check on me. Check on your strong friend. But I wrote out like this really amazing Instagram post of all these things and uh, just all these platitudes. It just, it was just, it was so lengthy. I said, you know what? We're not going to do that to the people on Instagram because people on Instagram, they ain't really there for your words. They there for your pictures. That's why you could post stuff that is just so profound and people are just like, hey girl, your hair looks cute. What? <laughs> That's not what this post is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about global warming, not my hair, but people don't care on the gram. It's about pictures. It's pictures. So people are scrolling. They not reading captions. And I'm not wasting my good black time typing up all this stuff for y'all not to read it. So I say, you know what, Dallin? This is why you have different avenues. You have a whole podcast where you can discuss the things that you're happy about, the things that you're excited about in your life. And... I probably still won't say everything today because you know what? Sometimes we go to write these long posts and it's like, why are we doing this? This is what a journal is for. <laughs> you know, Y'all don't need to know everything. Y'all don't. I'm a very private person. Contrary to popular belief. You know, I share what I want y'all to know, what I don't care about y'all knowing, but there's a whole treasure trove of things that y'all will never know. And I hope that that is the same with your life. I hope that you are not telling everything. You got to keep something for yourself. And I think you got to keep something for your inner circle, for your friends. Because if everybody online knows everything that your friends know, what's the point of your friends being your friends? Because they're supposed to know where the bodies are buried. Everybody else is supposed to know. I don't, hmm, it's weird to me. It's weird to me. When people are too open... It just feels kind of odd to me. It's like, why is your life an open book? Like, leave a little bit of mystery for the peoples. Just a little bit. Just a smidgen. Just a smidgen. So, in this episode, Collecting the Years, I'm just shooting my shit. That's it. I'm, I'm, 
<laughs> I'm not giving y'all anything profound today. I'm not. I'm just here to say that in these 37, <sighs> I've learned so much. I've learned so much. And I'm just so incredibly grateful that God was like, you know what? You keep messing up. But I'm going to keep giving you chance after chance after chance. All this grace and mercy that he's given me is unmatched. It is unmatched. I woke up. Like, I've been really teary-eyed today. I tweeted. I was like, <laughs> I have cried no less than three times today. <laughs> and it wasn't even noon by the time that I tweeted that. You know, eventually I moved past it. But I'm just so grateful to still be here. You know, over 500,000 people are gone. And we're not even counting the people who perished because of other things aside from the pandemic. But I'm still here. I'm still here. So I still have work to do. And part of my life's work is this podcast. It's this podcast. So I just want to come on and say that I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I'm content. I know I still have stuff I got to do. But today I have enjoyed this moment. Oh my gosh, the text messages that I've received from people with the outpouring of love. You know, your birthday is like somebody signing your yearbook. You know, in your yearbook, there's always, you're a wonderful person and we love you. And it was so great meeting you and spending time with you throughout these four years of high school, college, whatever. That's what your birthday feels like. People lay it on thick. I mean thick. And I love it. I'm here for it. And I also discovered that some of the people that have been laying it on today, I ain't going to name no names, but some of them I kind of don't really mess with like that. Because some of them I had them muted on IG. And I know that's so bad. So bad, but I can't like I have to curate my content on Instagram. Do y'all do this? I have to have my content curated because when I'm on Instagram, you know, sometimes I'm on there mindlessly scrolling. I mean, that's life, but for the most part, I go in there to get inspired, I go in there to get motivated, I go in there for knowledge about what's going on. And some people's posts are just frivolous, I just don't have time for that. You know, not to get up on my high horse, but it's like, I just, time is of the essence. You know what I mean? So I have a lot of people muted and it's not because I'm shading them. It's just, I just don't have time. I don't have time. So some people, I was like, dang, maybe I should unmute them. They feel that way about me. Zach, people were sliding in my DMs and I was like, oh, (laughs) you care about me? Even if it is on this one day, you care about me for real, for real? Oh, maybe I should unmute you. Wow. Okay. And some people I had to refriend because <laughs> I had unfriended them for whatever reason. Sometimes I just go on a spree. I just start unfriending people. And, you know, also, I listen, during the whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter thing, well, the one Black Lives Matter situation, we've had several. Um, If you weren't posting anything about George and them, I was unfriending your ass because I felt like how can, 
How? Like, how can you not speak out about this? And I know that that's judgmental. God is still working on me. But I just feel like when certain things happen in the world, you got to take a pause and you got to reflect. And sometimes you got to speak out. And especially if you are white and you are friends with me and I don't see you speaking out about stuff. Mm, sorry. <laughs> Unfriend. Unfriend. Because I don't know where you stand. I don't know where you stand on the issues. And that bothers me when I don't know where somebody stands. Because I feel like that's more dangerous. Like being neutral is more dangerous to me than taking a stand. Even if you are a MAGA supporter, I would rather know that you're a MAGA supporter than think that you are on my side and you're not. You know what I mean? Like that just, that blows me. So (laughs) some people... (laughs) <laughs> have been hitting my DMs and, you know, hitting me up and texting me and stuff. And I'm like, dang, I had you muted or dang, I unfollowed you. Let me, <laughs> let me refollow you. <laughs> Cause you obviously do care. You just, you know, you just having a moment and it's fine, but that's my right. That's my right to unfriend. Cause you can unfriend me plenty of people. Let me tell you, once you switch your platform around, people don't like it. People do not like it. And that's their right. Just like I unfriend people, people can unfriend me. And people have. (laughs) Let me tell you. Once I started DTC, people were like, oh, hell no. I don't follow her for this. People that I have known my whole life. And it's still some people who I went to college with who have unfriended me. People who I thought were like supporting DTC and who supported me have unfriended me. People just don't like certain stuff on their timeline and I get it that's why I mute people because I don't like certain things on my timeline so don't take it personally in this episode collecting years I have learned not to take things personally that's one of the four agreements and you know I'm reading that book with my godmother hey Fababa and you know I just feel like (laughs) we will all be a lot better if we didn't take things as personally now that's weird for a Pisces to say because we are the the queens of sensitivity and taking things personally but I've just learned that certain people don't matter as much they just don't so you can't take everything that people do to heart because then you looking crazy <laughs> you looking crazy unnecessarily so that's that I've just received so much love today it's I will say it's overwhelming, but it's not. Like, I want I want people to lay it on thick. I want people to <laughs> just peanut butter thick. Just, and then all the money I've received today. It's like I'm collecting money for a small children's camp in Botswana. I mean, if y'all could see my cash app right now and my Venmo, people just been sliding the cash. I'm like, yes, money, 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 money. Oh, my gosh. And Lane Bryant. I got a bone to pick with you because, first of all, y'all see this face. Hire me. Hello. Secondly, two people, shout out to my aunt and my godmother, have tried to get a Lane Bryant gift card for me today. And they have been unable to do so. What is, what's wrong with y'all? What, get, get the system together because people are trying to get gift cards for me. 
I told y'all I needed drawers and uh, loungewear and pajamas. And Lane Bryant has the best of those things. I love Lane Bryant panties. Oh my gosh, they're so great. They have like a thick elastic waistband. Cause see, I don't really do. I was talking, <laughs> talking to my last sister about, hey Alicia, talking to my last sister about this. Like who created the panties that <laughs> are uncomfortable? It had to be a man, right? The thongs. Who was wearing thongs? Who's doing that? People still do that? Who created my booty jiggles? I need full coverage. Full. I like big old granny drawers. Give me the granny drawers. And what I like about Lane Bryant is that the drawers are cute, but they have a thick elastic waistband. Because, see, I don't need my bands popping. I don't need stuff digging into my side. I'm a big girl. I got folds and bends and rolls and poles. I don't need waistbands that are not substantial. I need for the waistbands to be substantial. And I am a single woman. I'm not here to have, you know, drawers that are impressing somebody. Anybody seeing my drawers right now? I mean, no. No, so I don't need to impress with my drawers. I just need comfortable drawers, comfortable. And Lane Bryant does that. And you can get them in pretty colors and all of that. But I just need comfortable drawers, so I cannot wait. So, okay, Lane Bryant, y'all suck. But my aunt and my godmother both sent me a great amount of cash. And I can apply that cash to your website. So... Look forward to me placing an order early next week for my draws. <sighs> so my cash app is on fire. My Venmo is smoking. My text messages are set ablaze. My DMs are smoldering. I mean, it's just been such a good day. And, you know, for somebody that loves words of affirmation, this has been completely amazing. And it makes you wonder, you know, would I get this much love if this weren't a pandemic? And I would say yes, because people tend to love on you on your birthday. Like this is a single girl's dream because y'all marry people and y'all people with kids, y'all got plenty of stuff to celebrate. You got baby showers, weddings, and anniversaries. I mean, as a single person, I have purchased more gifts for people. It's insane. But really, the single girl only gets one day, and that's your birthday. You get the birthday, and that is it. So for people to spend their hard-earned money by spoiling me and taking their time, which is we know is valuable, to send me videos and text messages. I talked to one of my cousins for like 25 minutes a day and we never talk. Shout out to my aunt again, who keeps the family together. She always sends out, hey, it's such and such a birthday. You know, holler at them. And you know, it's good. It's good because you get a chance to just touch base with people on their birthday. And it makes you feel special. It makes you feel like, you know what? This ain't bad. This is not bad. I've had a great day. I always um, talk to my dad on my birthday. And as a backstory, <laughs> wow, this podcast is going to be a little bit longer than I anticipated. Just just hang on. Get a snack. This would be a great time for you to go get a snack. Go get a snack. Get you a little something, maybe a little tea, 
some cake, some fries that I didn't get through Uber Eats. Go warm up something. Go ahead. Take a pause. All right. So, yeah, so I always talk to my dad on my birthday, right? We talk every Sunday as a rule. We've gotten a lot better um, when it comes to communication and, you know, we'll never be like, oh, daddy, that's my favorite guy. We'll never be that because we just don't have that relationship. But what we do have is something that's mature, that has grown with us, and I'm thankful for what we do have. So <laughs> we always talk every Sunday and on special occasions. And so today <laughs> I called him super early because I've been up since. Because I don't want to miss nothing, right? So I got up at 12.22 so mad that I had 22 minutes that I missed of my birthday. Because it was supposed to be 12 o'clock on the nose, but then I ended up falling asleep. It was a mess. So I got up at 12.22, had cake, right, and ice cream at midnight. Whatever, judge your mama. It's my birthday. I'm going to eat what I want. And then I went back to sleep and then got up at four and talked to my godmother for like two hours. And then <laughs> like the floodgates opened. I started texting with people, talking with people, all of that. So I talked to my dad and what I love on my birthday is hearing my birthing story. So what I will always do with my mom, oh, I miss her so much, but especially on my birthday, I will always go into her room <laughs> And when she was sleeping, it has to be when she's sleeping or, or else the joke just doesn't work, right? So I would go into her room and I would yell, push, push. <laughs> and she would wake up and start laughing. <laughs> and she would, you know, go into how, you know, she was in labor for 18 and a half hours and how I was premature. I was supposed to be born in April, but I came a month early because I'm you know, I'm impatient, but then when it was time to come out, I didn't want to come out. You know, this is just classic Daryl and stuff. Like, mm, I want to come when I want to come, but you won't have to wait for me, but I'm coming early. I'm not coming when I said I was coming. I'm going to surprise y'all asses. That is classic Daryl. <laughs> I feel like your birthing story is who you are in life. <laughs> so it's classic. Just doing what I want to do. That's all. And my mom always tells this story. And so her version is different than my dad's, of course, because it's a different vantage point. So every year, especially since I've been in California, he's like, he asks the same questions, right? Because, you know, he get knows, so he start repeating himself. So he's like, so what does it say on your birth certificate again? Blah, blah, blah. So every year I have to bring out my birth certificate <laughs> and read to him. <laughs> the different categories and he's like oh you have the short birth certificate not the long one you got the short one and so it's the same thing every year but I enjoy it I really enjoy it and he's like yeah you know and that's when I was working for the American Red Cross and you know we were at the hospital on a Sunday and then what day did you actually come out and but I'm like Monday Monday dad like Monday and so every year I google when was March 5th 1984 <laughs> it was on a Monday and of course I would come on a Monday right it's the start of the week motivation Monday <laughs> of course of course, just like the scripture says, God do me before my mother do me. He set me apart. 
he knew me. So he knew I was going to be this motivating, inspiring chick. So he was like, yeah, we're going to have you born on Motivation Monday, even before Motivation Monday was a thing. <laughs> so, so we had that conversation. And then I don't know if I told, I think I told Twitter this, but I'm rewatching Black Ink Crew. If you haven't watched it, is this extremely urban, just ratchet, amazing show about tattoo artists in New York City. And the reason why I like the show is because while it has all of the crazy reality TV elements, like I'm talking about fighting, like brawling, like when you talk about, oh, we just going to fight until the cameras come to us. No, I'm talking about like you can see this connecting with faces like it's it's gritty it's so good though it's so authentic and at the heart of this show I love it because at the heart of it it's about entrepreneurship and family you know this guy Caesar <laughs> that's his that's not his real name but that's what they call him Caesar has opened up a tattoo shop and he's hired all of his family and friends to help him run the tattoo shop. And these are people that he's been running with since he was a kid growing up in the Bronx and it's in um, Harlem. So it's a lot of New York elements. And while I hate New York, I cannot stand New York. I think it's so dirty and just, ugh, I hate New York, but I love the spirit of New York people. If that makes any sense, like they are go-getters. They aren't scared of anything. They ride for their city and there's so much pride that they have. So I don't like New York, but I love New York people because they are so trill. Like they, they don't mess around. They don't play no games. So I love watching that. I love it, love it, love it. So it's really about entrepreneurship and how he's trying to build this empire with opening up one shop, then opening up another shop on 125th, then opening up a shop in Atlanta and just spread. And then, you know, he meets one of the tattoo artists and then he ends up dating her. So he learns, hey, you can't shit where you eat because there's drama there. So it's really, it's a great show. <laughs> it's a fantastic show. So I am rewatching this show and picking up nuggets along the way and also being highly entertained because it's so good it's so funny and just so authentic it's really black it's so good <laughs> it's so good so i'm we i'm re-watching that i'm eating snacks i'm talking on the phone to people sending videos back and forth <laughs> my godson <laughs> sharonica hey sharonica my godson sent this amazing video <laughs> where he's, he's wishing me a happy birthday, but he's obviously so sleepy. <laughs> and he's trying to say like, hey, Auntie Darla, like I wish you um happy birthday, but he's like getting tongue tied. It is the funniest thing. It's so funny. So people have been sending me funny videos and just reminiscing and just, <sighs> it's just been a good day. It's been a really, really good day. And I'm just so full and so grateful. And I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. <sighs> so if this is the last thing that you ever hear from me, just know that your years matter. There's somebody right now waiting 
to send you ha- a happy birthday message. They are waiting to reach out to you. You do something for somebody that cannot be matched by other people. You are important. You are significant. You are loved. You are provided for. God will always take care of you and continue to take care of yourself. Talk to you next week. Oh, 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 oh,